ora and welcome to the Destinate NZ podcast. I'm Michelle Caldwell and today we're talking leadership. Welcome back listeners and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Destinate NZ show. Can you believe it's October already? I don't know where this year has gone, but it is crazy how fast this year is flying by. Now, we did have a little break for a few weeks. As some of you may know, I went to Brisbane for a few weeks to spend some time with my parents and work remotely over there. And sometimes when I'm away, I just run out of space to record. After all, this is my little side hustle. So there are times when I just need to prioritize my paid work. But thank you so much for all of the lovely feedback that we've had on Adam's episode. What a load of fun we had recording that. Now, a lot of you loved the tips on dressing to impress and the comments about the earrings. So I've been thinking that our next industry catch up might see everybody dressed in bright clothing with incredible earrings. Now, that's not a bad thing at all. But great that you all got something out of that episode. And if you haven't listened to it yet, I really recommend that you go back and do so. So a lot has changed while I was away. The traffic lights have gone, thank goodness. And it's now a lot easier to enter the country. Now, I was still offered rats on arrival, but naturally you now no longer need to record your results with the Ministry of Health. So that makes it a lot easier. But it was really interesting being in Australia and chatting with quite a few people who'd visited New Zealand from Australia over the past few months and not one of them had tested while they were here and they just responded to the emails with a negative result because none of them wanted to spend their holiday time isolating. Now, I was a little bit shocked by this and obviously a little bit disappointed as well, but I guess it just shows how much weakness there was in the system to start with. So it's probably a good thing that it's all gone and it certainly makes it a lot easier. Our next step is just sorting out immigration, isn't it? Because obviously that has come to the fore over the last few days and we really need some movement in that space to speed things along. Now, while I was in Brisbane, I was really fortunate to have been offered two tickets to the AFL Grand Final if I could make my way to Melbourne. Now, this was actually the week before my team had even qualified, but I mentioned it to my dad, who's a massive Geelong fan, and he jumped at the opportunity. Now, a lot of you who do follow me on social media know that I am an incredibly passionate Aussie Rules supporter. I am Team Geelong the whole way and have been my entire life. And I've been really fortunate to have attended four grand finals in my lifetime and three of those Geelong actually won. So that was back in 2007, 9 and 11. And I missed the other losing one that we played in in 2020, obviously because of COVID and I couldn't get to Australia. But my dad secured a ticket because that was the year they played at the Gabba in Brisbane. So anyway, dad jumped at this opportunity and we had a mad scramble for accommodation and paid extortionate prices for a couple of flights to Melbourne and we gratefully accepted the tickets once that was all secured and kept our fingers crossed that Geelong would beat Brisbane 
in the preliminary final. Now, given that it was Brisbane, we figured that worst case scenario was that we'd be cheering for them. Uh, and, you know, they're almost our second team if there is even such a thing. But needless to say, we won convincingly. So our weekend away was all starting to go to plan. A cancelled flight and two-hour reschedule later, we were on our way to Melbourne. We'd missed the parade that they run. So they every year the AFL runs a parade. It's usually through the city. This year they did it down the Yarra River. It was completely panned by everybody. So it probably wasn't a bad thing that we missed out on it. But we still managed to soak up some of the incredible atmosphere around the city for the afternoon. Now, this was my first visit to Melbourne since February 2020, which is a long time in my world. I go to Melbourne quite often, but I couldn't believe how much it had changed. A lot of my favorite shops and cafes were no longer there. Our favorite Chinese restaurant in Chinatown had gone and many other shops had changed locations. And it just became really clear how hard the lockdowns in Victoria had been on the city centre. We actually heard quite a few locals commenting on how great it was to see people back in the city again because it was a four-day weekend when we were there. They'd combined the Queen's Memorial Public Holiday with the Aussie Rules or the AFL Grand Final Holiday. So the place was absolutely packed and it was a struggle to get into any of the restaurants in the city over the weekend. I just hope now with summer on its way, Melbourne is going to start making a full recovery from the past two years. Okay, so I'm blabbing on about my travels, but I really wanted to talk about leadership today and it's leadership in sport, which was so clearly on display over the weekend. Geelong's captain is called Joel Selwood. He's been our captain for 10 years and was aiming for his first premiership as captain this year. He's an extremely tough competitor, quite often limps off the field or has his head bandaged and he's nearly broken every record there is. He's played 355 games of AFL for the same team, which is a club record. He's won the club best and fairest award three times. He's played in a record-breaking 40 finals. He's now won four grand finals, as well as played in two losing finals. He's a six-time All-Australian player, and this year won the Jim Steins Community Leadership Award for his work off the ground. Oh, and he announced his retirement after the grand final win. Now, he knew he wanted to retire this year and had had a quiet word with the coach prior to the last game of the season, as it turns out, but he kept it quiet from the rest of the team as he didn't want to disrupt their efforts in making the grand final. He knew that his retirement would be big news as he really is one of the game's greats, but he didn't want that to overshadow the experience of the team. On grand final day, he carried out the son of a former great player. Now, Levi is Gary Ablett Jr.'s son for any of you who have followed Aussie rules. And Levi has a rare degenerative disease and is unable to walk and communicate. Levi's only three years old. And when Joel took him in his arms to run through the banner with the rest of the boys, Levi's face lit up like a Christmas tree with the hugest smile and look of excitement. And his family have been very open about what that meant for them and their boy. And 
Honestly, there wasn't a dry eye amongst the 100,000 people at the MCG. After the win, uh, it was an 81-point smashing of Sydney Swans. <laughs> Joel sought out their water boy, Sam, and pulled him over the fence to soak up the win with the rest of the team. Now, Sam has Down syndrome and is an iconic figure down at the Geelong Football Club. Joel even apparently called Sam's mum to say he was fine and that he would see that he got home to Geelong safely that night. Now, why am I telling you all this? I just find it a really interesting case study in leadership and team culture that we can all learn from. This is a team that is stacked with champion players. Most of them don't earn anywhere near what they should as they have taken a team first approach and sacrificed earnings that they could realistically command from other clubs so that they can stay under the salary cap and attract players who want to play for them and not just ones who are chasing the dollars. Now, being based in Geelong brings other lifestyle benefits for the players. A lot of them have farms, but a lot of them also surf or fish as it's close to the coast. And it's common knowledge a lot of them come to training covered in paint from doing renovations around home. They seem to have mastered the art of work-life balance combined with an incredible team culture. And you only have to watch all of their children run to the other players for a hug or to the other kids to see how close they all really are. Now, once I'd gotten over the excitement of the day and the big win, and I started reading all the tributes to Joel on his retirement announcement, it got me thinking. This is a guy who is being celebrated by other football clubs, media from all quarters, and obviously all of the teammates that he's played with over the last 16 years that he's been playing footy. It's a pretty stark difference to how the NRL premiers celebrated this weekend gone, but let's not start a debate on NRL versus AFL. But what do your leaders say about your business? What do people say about them away from you? Does it encourage others to want to come and work with you? Team culture and leadership is the same in business and in sport. If you create something that is incredibly special and your people thrive, it will be noticed by others and people naturally want to become a part of it. So what will you do this week to improve your own leadership skills or team culture? I'd love to hear from you. And my top leadership traits? Well, I've written my top five down and I have accountability, confidence, empathy, focus and team building. I'm really hoping that Joel writes a book now that he is retired as I for one will be lining up to read it. Well thank you everybody for joining us. It is just a short episode this week but we resume normal service next week when we have a really cool range of guests joining us over the next few weeks to cover all kinds of topics, including busting myths on Qualmark. So if you've got a question for Qualmark that you want answered on the show, drop me a line and I will make sure that we cover it off. 
In the meantime, don't forget to come and follow us over on social media. Although social media channel that is performing best for me at the moment is LinkedIn. And I am going to do a LinkedIn special over the, yeah, well, in the future sometime anyway, because if you aren't on LinkedIn and if your business isn't using LinkedIn, I think now is the time to get involved in that and start talking to other business people while you're out there but yeah come and join me over there it's destinate nz or you can find me personally michelle caldwell on linkedin and it'd be great to stay in touch and hear what you're up to as well now if you love listening to the episode and you'd like to support us you can also sponsor an episode or you can sponsor the show we are looking for that so get in touch Let me know what you're interested in and I'm sure we can sort something out and that will keep me on air and bringing you great content every single week. Well, look, everybody, have a a great week. Enjoy what's left of this week and the weekend coming up. Hopefully the sun starts to shine after this Antarctic blast that is sweeping up the country at the moment. And we'll chat to you all very soon. See you next Wednesday. Ka kite.